Yeah. All right. He's got it. Eric's got it. Eric knows how to record us. He's got it good. Um, so, obviously, this is going to be Eric's favourite album of all time, told me earlier. Hmm. Uh, in between oh, right. epileptic fits. Um, so, Kick. Oh, he's... What? You've interrupted. What? I'd, I was just saying he's got new meds. Producer Eric will be fine, aren't you, Eric? Yeah, he's just giving us a half thumbs up. Okay, so Kick is Kick. the sixth studio album by Australian rock band In Excess, released on 12th of October 1987 through WEA Australia, Mercury Records in Europe, and Atlantic Records in the United States and Canada. The album was produced by British producer Chris Thomas, recorded by uh, blah, 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 blah. Some bits were done in France. Uh, it's the band's most successful studio album. Uh, Kick's been certified six times platinum by the RIRA and yada, yada, yada. Charted and sold over like 20 million records or something. Huge album. Mm. Giant album. Big, big yeah. album. Mm. They're, you know, I can't believe it's number six. I thought this was like debut or second album, you know? Six. It's a long way into your career isn't it yeah they actually did quite a few albums they got up to like 10 yeah right but i mean were they doing one a year kind of thing or is it one every couple of years i suppose it would have been one a year in the 80s they were pretty young so yeah. only like 26 27 at that time so <laughs> that was yeah. like they've been firing them out they must have yeah they did start young and they were just banging them out i guess but if you yeah start like Start other major bands at album six. You know, you're usually well past your prime by mm. album six, right? Like Pearl Jam, forget about it. That would have been, I don't know, binaural is album six, right? In the year 2000. Yeah. And it's all downhill from there. Um, Nirvana, they didn't even get there. They got three, you know? I think it was that No Code. That was the album I said to you, oh, it's getting rough, you know, oh, for man. Pearl Jam. But, like but. So for me, that's one of their best albums. I love No Code. But that was also my real introduction to the band. So they'd always been my older brother's band. And then when No Code came out, that's the one I bought. And I was like, this is amazing. And then the next one was good. And then, yeah, then it was downhill. Yeah. I was like, and where's now, all this pussy shit coming from? Like, they were a rock band. Yeah, and then they made they a pussy were. album. I was like, put a fork in it. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, a lot of albums done by three, really. A lot of bands done by yeah, three. That's it. Yeah. A lot of bands. Oh, yeah, well past their peak at six. Um, has Tool even made it to six yet? I don't know. So we'll count Opiate, the EP, Undertow, Anima, uh, 10,000 Days. Oh, what comes after that, everybody? Uh, Lateralis. I don't know. There might be the other way around. And then the one they just did. So the one they just did is album number six. And that took them like 30 years or some shit. <laughs> mm. Not a lot. Of, I mean, what's Metallica's number six? Black. That was five. I think Load was six. Right. Well, there you go. Kill them all. Ride the lightning. Master of puppets. Injustice for all. Yeah. Black was five and six was Load. 
Ah, and reload seven. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, we're not here to talk about other bands making it to album number six. In excess, or inks, as some people say it. Uh, what was your first exposure to this band? I can't really remember, to be honest. That was a long time <laughs> ago. <laughs> um, I think this album was the one. I think Listen Like Thieves, actually, the album before that I remember that song being around. And then uh, this song, this album, I remember sort of being everywhere. Like that song, New Sensation, that was in the. Oh, yeah. Well, I was a young fella. That was the song that got played all the time and everybody liked it and danced around in the nightclubs. That was was a big song. You can't not like that song. Everything Mm. works. It's just full energy and just a. It's a joy, you know? If you're not into dance music, it's there. Yeah, they were saying that they tried to make a futuristic album. They didn't want to make a contemporary album sounding like Mm. everyone at the time. And uh, they described it as like dance funk rock. Uh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, got a lot of dancey, upbeat energy, well-written songs. Cool guitar, rough and new sensation, and great vocal performance. Like, mm. live, baby, live. Oh, the guy, um, Ed Soul. Yeah, he's a front man for sure. Um, God, Hutchins, that's his name. I was trying to think. He was one of those little you know, Mikey Hutchins. You mm. get a couple every generation of a, a front man that can just nail it, no matter what. I guess it's generally a mainstream style, but there's a somebody that just kicks ass, you know, and he was one of them. You take Jim Morrison or who else are the, I mean, Scott Weiland from Stone Temple Pilots. He's a pretty good front man, you know, and they're just, they're larger than life, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And then they all generally go down um, in a ball of flames, right? Dead before their time. Yeah. 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 Do you know much about uh, um, Crokin? Uh, I believe, and there's been a few documentaries, but what sticks in my mind is that he was um, jerking off with a belt around his neck in a closet somewhere, hung himself, accidental-like. Well. Isn't that the mainstream version of it? Right. So I've been reading about this in my 10,000 hours of research research, for every episode oh go on um apparently he was in i think it was italy and his Mm. girlfriend at the time was um oh what was that model's name helena christensen oh good work michael oh nice work yeah he was banging that one yeah wow good effort good effort michael worthwhile yeah deserved well done Mm. Mm. very yeah yeah, and she um, and I'm glad she was happy. She would have enjoyed it too. Um, but anyway, apparently they were out one night, and they'll you know they have like the cobblestone roads through Italy and stuff. Mm. Some guy got in the, out of, out of a car, and they had an altercation. Nearly ran them over or something. Right. And um, oh, I can't remember. Michael fell and hit his head on the cobblestones, or he got hit in the head with a metal rod. I can't remember. Oh. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, he got allegedly, um, allegedly. Yeah. 
Uh, well, I can't. It was one of the two things. I think he got hit and then he fell down and he hit the ground and sunk he hit his head on something hard. Okay. Right. Just give whatever version you like. As long as you add allegedly at the end, we'll be fine. Probably. Um, <laughs> so anyway, he did that. And apparently, before this incident, he was a very likable, very sociable, very outgoing, very friendly, life of the party. Everybody liked him. He was everybody's friend kind of a person. But mm-hmm. after this head injury, he um, started having, uh, he couldn't control his temper. He would um, have, um, you know, he would break down and cry. He would, you know, all these sorts of things that, you know, mm. sometimes when you get a head injury, you go a little funny. Oh, sure. And so he got started getting bouts of depression and all those sorts of things. Mm. Um, apparently they were recording, I think it was in Barbados or some, one of those islandy places, and he pulled a gun on the band when they were recording an album. Yeah. Um, and this that's, is all just that's how, that's behavior. just how you That's just how you get a performance out of your drummer. Right. You know? Probably. So anyway, uh, he had a change in personality after this. Mm. Uh, he got involved with that Paula Yates woman who was uh, formerly me. I think she was married at the time to Bob Geldof and they started Geldof, their affair and yeah. had a baby, little tiger lily or something. All right. And um, apparently, for some reason, Bob wouldn't let the kids leave England to come and visit Michael where he was with Paula and he got very depressed and started drinking mm. and then ended up hanging himself in a closet. Mm. Um, so... Sometime after that, Paula Yates said she implied that he was having a wink in the mm. in the in the closet while hanging himself and doing this autoerotic asphyxiation. Yeah, yeah. But that sort of seems to just come from her, not really. Well, I mean, if you if if the love of your life and your partner passes away, it's not like you're going to make that shit up. You know, you're not going to go. Oh, and by the way. Just to spice this up a bit, he was having oh. a cheeky wank. Well, apparently, <laughs> you know, she was a heroin addict, and she put heroin in his pocket when he was being buried. All right, and she died a little a few years later of a heroin overdose. So I don't know mm. how seriously you can take this. But it's um, not like maybe. you know, like uh, Kurt, old Mister Cobain, right? Shot himself in the face, and his wife. She's a heroin addict too. It's not like later she said, oh, and he was having a, <laughs> having a cheeky wank <laughs> in the greenhouse, you know, autoerotic face blow-offing, you know. Um, you don't add that shit for no reason. And yeah, but oh, surely there's like the medical people that arrived. Wank while you while you're pointing a shotgun in, into your mouth like well he was a multi-instrumentalist just one hand on the trigger and the other hand on your own trigger if you know what i'm saying Ooh. and uh then you pull the trigger i guess allegedly uh but surely like the the coroner or the medical people that turned up you'd notice that this yeah this guy's hanging in the closet but also his pants are around his ankles and you know, I'm sure when he died, if he had blood and gorged somewhere, it would probably just stay there, right? Mm. Bit of rigor mortis, if you know what I'm saying. Ooh, ow. Mm. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. I and I mean, to be fair, it makes for a better rock and roll story. You know, oh, you're depressed, you hung yourself in the closet, or you were just having a cheeky uh, choke wank and you accidentally died. I don't know. I mean, on a serious note, mm-hmm. if I can just be serious for a second. Oh, you yeah, go right ahead. You know, this is obviously a very serious subject. Uh, mm-hmm. If if you, anyone out there listening, if, you know, you're into having a cheeky wink while hanging yourself in the closet, mm. bring a friend, you know, just like, yeah, you know, you can, you know, bring a friend. So just like, in case you accidentally start, drifting off and choking and dying mm. have a friend you know just bring a friend along and they so, can, get, so they can sort can, of wake you up and then then it can be their turn you can make a little game out of it you can tap like out tag, tag each other in and out yeah and then you can yeah. just sit and watch them have a little wink and then if they start drifting off you know, just sort of wake them up if you know they mm. you know and then it's just your tap turn. them out yeah yeah just tap them out yeah um like, be sensible about these things like if if, if you're gonna have a cheeky wink in the cupboard you know, do it sensibly. It doesn't have to be a lonely activity. No, bring your mum. Te- Why not? It's a team. It's a team sport. Yeah, just bring. You know, a friend. I mean, the like, wor- if you went around and saying people, are you into winking yeah. while hanging yourself in the closet? You'd be surprised how many people say yes. I'm and sure all- there's a Facebook group. You know, just search it up. Cheeky hanging wank chat room. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, you can do it online. You can have your laptop set up, and so just a little friend online watching you having a little wink in the in the cupboard, and then they can like um, give you a prod through the. I don't uh, know. Yeah, somehow, I don't know. Like, I, th- I think. Oi. I think yeah. you need the in-person um, safety. Yeah, maybe. Um, well, yeah. I've been we'll working call on it, an app. We'll call it the wank lifeguard. You need I'll, you need a wank lifeguard, don't you? In these yes, situations, well, I've, I've been working on an app actually. Oh, okay. So basically, you buy a special belt, and it's and you download the app, and and the belt talks to the to the app, and it's basically um, when it registers your heart stopping or your oxygen levels mm. getting too low, uh, it releases the belt clip. Hmm. Right. Okay. And so you just simply fall on your face, and then you are oh, you're up again. So, right, you know, yeah. you know what? You should rebrand it. You should download the FAP. <laughs> download the FAP for when you're having a FAP. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's a cunning idea. We're patented, and, and yeah. it's coming soon. Done. Done. You join the yeah. pointless and confused newsletter. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll tell send you all links. About it. Yeah. yeah. To the it, we're calling it the Fapping Lifeguard. The lifeguard mm. fap, yeah. Are we? It's very important. Um, back to mm. uh, the album Kick. I have to never admit, wank alone. Never wank alone. That's the yeah, disclaimer before we move on. Always find a partner, mm. a lifeguard. Um, I was aware of all the songs, the hit singles. I knew in excess, but I didn't realize how many of the hit songs of theirs that I knew that I associated with the band's career. We're all off this one album. This um, this was, you know, doing our 10,000 hours of research for this episode. It's the first time I'd listened to the whole thing. Kick. Mm, same. And wow, like just there's a lot of hit songs on this thing, you know? Like mm-hmm. 
most bands would do their 10 year career and wish for as many good songs as there is on this one album. Mm. So apparently the previous album, Listen Like Thieves, was a breakthrough hit into America and Europe. And this was the album where they got a big budget and they were like, this is the album we're going to conquer with. Mm. And so uh, Ferris and Hutchins, to the, they were the two main guys, and um, they told the other guys in the band, um, do you mind if we write this album? You guys will sit this out because we're going to mm. do a better job, basically. And um, we're going to make an album where every song sounds like a single. Um, All right. And the other guy said, yep, yeah, we'll get out of the way. You guys, you know, we're, we're you're obviously yeah. better than us. We're a bit shit. So take over. So They got uh, the kick. They got yeah, the kick. They got the kick, yeah. yeah. And uh, I was just looking here. It was interesting. Um, when they started pre-production, they did it in the Sydney Opera House <laughs> on mm. that massive stage in there. Right. There you go. But who, so I guess that answers the question I was just thinking, who who wrote all these hits? It was obviously Hutchins and Other Dude. Mm. Yeah. But, they, you know, they're killing it. They're getting it done. The uh, Harris, yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Right, I get. I'm going to assume he's the guitarist guy. You know, yeah. uh, doesn't matter. We're going to allegedly say, yep, yeah, it was the guitarist guy. But so they've come up. They've they've gone away, and they've written, let's say, the ten or however many songs are on this album, I can't remember off the top of my head. They've hit all these songs that sound like singles, right? So they've got, boom, mm. here they are all lined up. Ah. We've got, mm. <sighs> Ooh. great start to an album. Well, that's where I'm getting, that's the point I'm slowly making my way towards, is mm. you've got, you've got ah. all these bangers, yeah. and you've recorded them all, and you sit down with your producer or your whoever, and you go, right, track listing, boys. And you know, for anybody that anybody that listens to this album, start this fucking album with new sensation. That's that's all you need to do. Put that on number one. You hit play, and everybody is hooked. But no, they start it with what's fucking song number one? It's the worst. Guns in the sky. Honestly, the worst song on that I've ever heard. (laughs) It's terrible. I was like. What is this? Is is it on? Is my is my Spotify on shuffle or some shit? This can't be number one song off this massive hit album, but it was. And then that song disappears, whatever. And then bam, ding, 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 ding. That should be number one, hundred percent. And that other song can fuck right off. You got the right song. New sensation does it go jink, 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 ding, ling, ling, does it? Hang on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's the one that goes ding, 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 ling, 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 ding? Another one bites I the need dust. you tonight. No, I need you tonight. Yeah, sorry. It's <laughs> <laughs> so on this fucking hour. Oh, it is. That's number four. 10,000 hours of research. <laughs> 10,000 hours. One wank in the cupboard with a missile <laughs> in his neck too many on it. And then like eight vodkas. Just let it be. All right, we're getting there. Mm. Um, how does new sensation kick off then? 
Oh, yeah. And the drums. Leo, babe, Leo. Now that the day is over. Yeah. Come on. That. Because it just goes like guns in the sky. Piece of shit. Right. And then new sensation. Number one hit. Devil inside. Number one hit. Need you tonight. Number one hit. Mediate. That's the bit on the end, but it's still wicked. You know, like they've just got this wicked run of songs. That's a little bit dated sounding. Oh, no way. Yeah. It's, the, it's the datedness that makes it good. This would be, apart yeah. from apart ah. from the soundtrack of Ooh. Roadhouse. Ah. Yeah. Well, this, is the on, this is the only album where I think a saxophone actually applies and works. Mm. You know? Unless it's sweaty, oiled up, shirtless guy from Roadhouse. This is the only Lost time. Lost soundtrack. That's what I'm meaning. Lost boys. That's probably that's probably what I'm thinking about. I just yeah, had a bug fly out my to, nose. I can't think of a saxophone in Roadhouse. <laughs> it's probably the Lost Boys then. <laughs> uh, yeah. Loosen the belt, Brad. Loosen the belt. I can't. I'm, I'm in the mix. It's late at night. I've got my lifeguard here. I'm just. I've dove in the Eric, deep end head first. Eric, just you come in and just help. I'm not. I'm not tapping out. I'm not tapping out yet. Just leave it be. No, leave don't it be brave. Don't be back brave, off. Brad. You it's back off. Don't be brave. Don't be brave. Don't be I'm brave. I'm swimming just fine. No, no, you're gonna at you're moderate like, speed. You're, you're nodding off. No, no, it's not worth it. Pull up. Pull up. So, um, Guns in the Sky, your favorite on the album, then? I heard that. I thought, fuck, we're in for a rough ride. Uh-huh. <laughs> but no. Does a U turn, doesn't it? When as soon as new sensation comes on, these are great songs, and then there's some songs that are like mediate where it gets a bit dated and a bit silly. Well, that, that was tacked on to the end of um, Need You Tonight, wasn't it? Me and day, doing today, best by Ray, CBC. They uh, they ripped off in the music video. I remember they ripped off Bob Dylan's uh, subterranean homesick blues, where in the music video he's dropping the cue cards with all the words on it they did that at the end and but they were at like a a truck yard or a steel works or something because they were australian working men like jimmy barnes yeah are they i could just imagine beautiful michael hutchins putting on getting his hands all oily and dirty and working in the mines australia the suburbs i watched the in excess um miniseries oh did you well you're all clued up how did they get together uh, just in the suburbs, hanging out, had a jam, and then became famous quite quickly. Hmm. Well, six albums in, they came famous. Ah, oh, they would have been playing pubs and having a great time. I mean, they're only 26, 27 when they made this album, so. Hmm. All right, well, I'm going to, I'm just going to throw it out. I'm going to mix it up. For you, on this album full of hits, what's your, what's your number one song? What's the best song on kick? Uh, I like New Sensation. New sensations, your um, love, babe, love. Yeah, that's your that's the yeah. best. Yeah, man, great sounding record, isn't it? Really well recorded and really clean yeah. and nice and full it's and tight, punchy, and great. Yeah, mm. and uh, Hutchins' voice, it um, it it stands above the rest. You know, like uh, yeah. there's no, there's no, oh, he's not in this song, or there's no, he's not given us all. He's 
He's there. He's in the closet just going at it, isn't he? You know? Banging away. Just banging yeah. it away. I um look, it's easy to come back to the all the songs because they're all hits, you know them all. I think New Sensation, you're right, is probably the biggest hit on the album. But my favorite is uh Never Tear Us Apart. I don't know why. I just like that one. It's got yeah. that down, 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 dum, 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 dum. Yeah, it's great. Hey, but, great piece of music. Um, Mystify. Yeah. Uh, need you tonight, there, one side. New need sensation. you tonight. Fuck, that's a great song, too. This, yeah. like, I wasn't expecting to enjoy it as much as I did. I'd say it. Like, I like to dislike things, and this one was hard to dislike. Um, Good on you, boys. Uh, Get on you, Yazzie Cobbers. Written by Michael Hutchins by himself. Mm. Everything else written by uh, Michael and Andrew Ferris, except for Mediate, which is Andrew Ferris by himself. Mm. And the loved one, is that a cover? Ian Klein, Gary Humphreys, and Rob Lovett. Mm. Don't know those guys. But in all fairness, for the greatness of the album, it does have a lot of faff and filler on it. It's not all like an easy listen, you know, like especially second time around. Like I listened to it all the way through in the car and went, I, by the end, like most albums, you get bored. But then like I didn't, as soon as it came back to Guns in the Sky, I was like, I don't need to ever hear that song again. Give me some new sensation and you just skip it. So 40 minutes. I listened to it like three or four times today on loop. Mm. Um, and it just flies by. Didn't yeah. I was going for bike rides, and then I was very unfortunately. Um, my letterbox, um, the wind on Friday, it uh, blew the roof off my letterbox, Brad. So I was mm. well, I mean, a look, new letterbox today, and you need to spend some of our hard-earned podcast money not on continually adding wings to your mansion, but. Getting a decent fucking mailbox. It's important, you know, start with the little things. I thought what we'd do is actually do a fundraiser where people could contribute and and pay for my mailbox for me. Uh I'm hoping to um, reach 50 grand um, in the next three days. It'd be a size. Um, It's it's a walk-in mailbox, isn't it? A walk-in mailbox. Yeah. Uh, Well, it's going to be specially um, blessed by... Um, the Church of Scientology. I just, I'm right. just letting a little cat out of the bag there, but uh, yeah, there's something special coming. Spend your hard-earned raised money and just take a um, tiny home off a couple of useless hippies and make that your mailbox. I'm not spending my own money on this. What people do these days is they do fundraisers and on, on GoFundMe and stuff, and they get strangers from around the world to pay for mm. the shit that they want. That's how it works. That's that's an, that's what an, an economy is. Right. And I just think the viewers, quite frankly, owe it to me. So, um, yeah, 50, 50 grand by three days. The listeners, whatever, whatever, however they're doing this, like if they're viewing and listening, <laughs> however they're doing this, right? Double contribution, I feel. Um, right. So, yeah. Well, 
good luck to you, sir. I uh, I will not be giving you any of my percentage of our large takings. Um, that's well, just I'm not me. sharing anything from the fundraiser either. I'm taking the whole lot. That's well, fine. It's for I'm a fucking mailbox. Compa- I'm writing it off through the company, so we're going to save tax on the end of it. Yeah. From I the- just, I mean, I just have my own personal fucking postman, and he walks that shit up to me and puts it in my hand. Like, mailboxes are so fucking pre-23, mate. Well, I don't have a mailbox. I won't be able to give me bills. That, that well, no, that all comes digitally these days. Mail's only good for sort of packages. These, you know, if you're buying flashlights and stuff. Anyway, please <laughs> give generously. I wait. Mm. Um, yeah. Best yeah. thing about your fundraising plan is you have no um, fundraising page to send people to. Well, listen, confused dot com. Slash free the mailbox. <laughs> slash four eight two seven six dash little hypheny thing forty eight six nine. There's a yeah. there's a little code that you have to break to get into it and then yeah. yeah. And when it says idea. download, just say yes. Yeah. Just just click agree and, and yes. And install. Yeah. yeah. And then when shit starts happening on <laughs> on your screen, just just, like, just ignore it. Just pay the and Dan will get his mailbox. <laughs> that's how the economy works, Brad. Yeah, that's, that's how the economy works. Blackmail through digital media. Mm. Mm. So, uh, go on. At the time, I remember being a young fellow thinking these guys were fucking gay. <laughs> oh, you can't say that anymore. Cancelled. No, but back then we did. That was just right. the common vernacular. But just, well, you looked at them. Today, and went, obviously, we celebrate that sort of a thing. But you saw then, long, long hair, leather pants. Yeah, homosexual. Um, screwing supermodels, left, right, and centre. Yeah, gay. <laughs> if that's if that's gay, mate. Oh, yeah. yama, 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 yama. That's yeah. just where my head was when I was sixteen. Gay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, well, he's wearing a shirt, and his shirt is his, and his chest gay. Yeah, singing all his gay songs, but, oh, look at that lady he's making out with. Damn it. White leather pants dating supermodels. Good gay. Good God. Who'd do that? How <laughs> dare they? So offensive. Yeah. Looking all pretty and hooking up with other pretty people. Uh, pretty boy being pretty. Singing amazingly. You know, no fear of stage fright. Actually, I don't know. What happened, like, this album came out, and then did they have any more hits into the 90s? Because when did he die? Like, 96, 97? Or later? 98? Yeah, they, remember. they got up to album 10. He was doing a solo album at the time when he... Um, oh, which I'm the, sure they released. the bucket. Yeah. Post. <laughs> ha! Um... Apparently he was. They estimated he was worth about twenty or thirty million, mm. and um, by the time the lawyer, lawyers got involved and disputes and things happened, apparently his estate was worth zero when he died. Oh, there was nothing to carve up. The lawyers got it all. Oh, that's a shame. But in excess, carried on and started a uh, TV show yeah. called 
in excess rock star where they oh. took auditions to find a new singer right yeah 10 week show whatever it was i remember watching it at the time and uh and then they chose their replacement which was of all these wonderful singers was they chose JD? the one oh jd fortune yeah they chose the one that looked kind of like and sounded exactly like michael hutchins and went off and made an album and did a tour now they were all at the time this is our new singer and this is the new next phase of in excess and uh allegedly um jd fortune became i don't know a meth or a crack addict and uh went back to being homeless <laughs> after the album I, d I don't know that's allegedly what happened i didn't do any research uh but they're, they're not doing things anymore yes let me see jd they had that i don't um, think he looked like him and i don't think he sounded like him i thought he was oh, really i thought he good. did but, Summon your way to Vegas, baby. Does it look like him? Pretty I Vegas afterglow devil party. Yeah. But they tried to, I remember listening to that album and they obviously tried to capture the magic of Michael. Oh. Same, all the band sounded the same and he had a similar voice and. But no, it just, it was like, it's like Stone Temple Pilots. They've got the fucking new singer now. And it's just like jumping up and down on your lead singer's grave, you know? I get that you want to continue, but when you lose the lead singer, like, just rename the band. Be something else. You can make music that sounds like your old band, but be someone else, you know? It's like if um, it's like if James Hatfield died, and they got a replacement in. Would you want them to still be called Metallica? Well, Nirvana could have carried on. <laughs> Just, let's get some other another blonde screamer. It'll be fine. Uh, JD Fortune he parted ways after one album, and then he because of creative differences. Mm. And then he went solo and he announced an album and then I'm not really sure if that came out. And then he announced on Twitter he was doing another thing for a TV show. All right. Well, and then so. he did a blah, 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 public new band called Fortune in 2012. And then he began Jesus. the Seven and Seven Los Angeles ago. project, writing, recording, and producing, and releasing a new song each day for seven days in 2015. Okay, that was shit. Mm. Uh, it was released through Red Rebel Music. And then in 2015, he was announcing a country rock album. Oh, Jesus. Available well, on he's... Spotify and YouTube. Uh -huh. He's got Good. a website. He's probably doing real well then. Com. Well, Instead of listening to JD Fortune's music, go and give Michael Hutchins a shot. I think uh, he deserves more listens and his estate deserves more of your money. Yeah. I'd. Um, Are you thinking of the other one? Like, was the other. Um, it was like Tommy Lee's band on. Yeah, that was. There was. Uh, I looked that the up the other day. The porn star and he. Yeah. He, he it was went Supernova. Road. Yeah. supernova yeah and lucas was the guy they chose so it had uh newstead and tommy lee and dave navarro and that was that show they did that 
second. That was the second season of Rockstar. So they did Rockstar in excess, and then they did Rockstar Supernova with Tommy Lee. Yeah. And it was nice to see rock music on TV, but um, ultimately it was just another American Idol X Factor. You know. It was a lot better than American Idol and X Factor. I enjoyed the, you know, even though the, I thought the NXS one was a bit shit, to be honest. Yeah. I just liked rock music on TV. Uh, look, we're running out of time here. Producer Eric's tapping his watch and turning blue in the face in the closet. Uh, will life guide you in a minute, Eric? You've you got another two minutes. Uh, rating this for me, look, I'm going to give it a fucking... Whoa, just because the hit of the songs, eight, eight notches, eight new holes in your belt out of ten. I think I'm going to give it six wanks out of ten before I tap out. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Basically, so, half well, of it's do... fantastic, and then half of it's all right, and there's a dud. I agree. Uh, I agree, but the fantastic is so fantastic, I think it's worth the extra points. And can I just – I need to clarify your scoring there. You've given it six wanks out of ten before you tap out. Does that mean when you start, you're trying to do ten wanks, but you only make it to six and then give up? Yeah, I get lightheaded. I'm just feeling my eyes. Just <laughs> you're like riding. you're like a like um, yeah. a vampire victim, just feeling a bit sucked, a bit hollow, and empty. There's, there's no dry. shame in tapping out, kids. Like you don't have to blow a load be every safe. time. Like yeah, be, be safe. safe. Yeah, get a get the fap, get a lifeguard. Yeah. Oh well, another yeah. perfect episode, there, Brush. I think that's us. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Eric. You can push the button now. Eric, push the fucking button. No, he's trying to finish.